Stop. Hold on. The biggest. The biggest. Yes, Sersky. <laughs> welcome, 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 everybody to the late show. I'm your host, Ugly Money Michi. We'll get the show started. <clears throat> get them likes up. Y'all drop them cities. Big news in the world. Killer Mike done brought it home for Atlanta. <clears throat> Killer Mike. Swept. Swept. The Grammys. Get them likes up, ladies and gentlemen. Get them likes up. Get them likes up. We about to talk about it. Get them likes up. Make sure everybody on YouTube can hear me. Make sure everybody on YouTube can hear me. Instagram, what's up? What's up? What's up? Get them likes up. So, Killer Mike has swept the Grammys, ladies and gentlemen. Best rap album. Best rap album. Best rap performance. Atlanta in the building. What's happening? Audio good? Man, y'all been working, you know what I'm saying? I've been working. I've been working, man. I've been working. The best, the, best type of, uh, the best type of quality I can to you guys. Making sure that I'm uh, streaming officially. Welcome to my late night show. Brooklyn is in the building. Shouts out Brooklyn in the building. Fort Lauderdale in the building. Who else in the building? Who else in the building? In Detroit, what's happening? Y'all stay tuned for that. Checking in with me tonight on the late show. I am your host, Ugly Money Nietzsche. Go and get my likes up. Y'all playing with me. I got 75 people in here and I only got 10 likes. Y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. <laughs> Ain't no way. So, I'm going to read an article. First and foremost, let's go ahead and get the footage. If you on Instagram, I mean, if you on Facebook, I mean, if you on YouTube, excuse me, if you on Instagram, you can watch on YouTube. Let's see the footage of Killer Mike getting escorted out. Unfortunately, after he won some Grammys, I can't play the audio because they be tripping. But here you go. And as you can see there, they are walking Killer Mike out. In handcuffs after sweeping the Grammys. Ridiculous. It's like a black man can win. This man is 48 years old and just swept every rap category in the Grammys. Big win for Atlanta. And you couldn't find another time to hit him. With some nigga shit. He won best rap song, best rap performance for scientists and engineers, and best rap album for Michael. Free Mike. Someone shouts as he walks past. Now I'm going to read some information about why 
and what happened. The rapper Killer Mike was arrested at the Grammys on Sunday after winning three awards. The news of his arrest came minutes before the awards ceremony began, according to a reporter. Chris Gardner, who was at Crypto.com currency, uh, Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles, when Killer Mike was escorted away in handcuffs. An official tells someone that his team, it is possible that he may be released later on tonight from the arena. Garner tweeted, unclear if he's being booked here or what he's charged with. Representatives for Killer Mike and the LAPD did not immediately respond to requests for comments. Earlier Sunday, the rapper won three Grammy Awards that were not televised. Best Rap Song, Best Rap Performance, and Best Rap Album. The nominations are his first in seven years. Shouts out Killer Mike, man. Bringing it home for Atlanta. <laughs> It feels absolutely grand, Mike says. It feels like some people are reaching the finish line first. Don't worry, just keep running your race, he told Rolling Stone following the wins. The only thing stopping you is your imagination. It's our responsibility to be grand in every action. Okay, so remember all Super Chats will be read and discussed in full. All Super Chats will be read and discussed in full. Anything you got did you want to discuss on this show, send it with a Super Chat and we'll get right to it immediately. So, this is the thing, right? First and foremost, free killer Mike. Free killer Mike. This is an amazing This is an amazing This man is 48 years old. He's almost 50 and he just won rap album of the year. For anyone, this is this is so legendary, right? That I really don't even want to talk about the arrest. I know that negativity sells and people are going to tune into that, but let's 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 forget all that. He'll be out. He'll be out in a second. It's rumored that he got into it with some security guards backstage. He just won a Grammy. He probably was acting black and got them. He turned up. You feel what I'm saying? But here, no there. Let's just review. Let's go over how legendary this is and what just happened. A 48-year-old man just swept the Grammys. No disrespect, but not the BET Hip Hop Awards. No disrespect, not the BET Awards, not the Vibe Awards, the Soul Train Awards. He just swept the Grammys. <laughs> At 48 years old, y'all can't tell me this ain't motivation for you to keep going. Y'all can't tell me this ain't motivation for you to pick up whatever it is that you was going to pick up later on in life. Y'all cannot tell me Killer Mike has just single-handedly inspired a nation to not give up on their dream. Man, he almost got me ready to start rapping again. <laughs> Oh, no, The fact that he's 48 years old. Do y'all also understand that he had no major label, no major deal, no huge budget, right? A lot of his songs and a lot of the videos on his album don't even have a million views. Do y'all understand this man just cracked the code? Get my likes up, man. I'm about to start cooking in here. Get my likes up, y'all. This man just cooked the cold, ladies and gentlemen. 
A lot of these songs don't even have a million views. And he just swept the Grammys off sheer dopeness, talent, consistency. The man won three Grammys tonight, ladies and gentlemen. No disrespect, he beat out Travis Scott, he beat out Drake, he beat out... Like, and these are the big budgets. Is it, are we coming into a time where talent is making, is it, it's creeping back? Where lyricism is coming back? Where people are starting to... Maybe the guys that's dope can actually have a go and not the guys with marketing. I don't know. But this feels good. This feels good. This is a big one for Atlanta. This is a big one for hip hop all over the world. And uh, I'm happy for him. Slump, God, Slump Dog 4L says, real rap will always prevail. I like it. It's black excellence, bro. James Stackhouse said, blueprint for blacks to heal and grow and win. Real music's definitely been back and it's about to go big. I like this energy. Hold on one second, gentlemen. It get cold in my room. Y'all like my new streaming room? I've been working on it for the past week. I've been working on it for the past week. I'm finally getting it together. This is my new, this is my new house. So, what I think is beautiful is the fact that the matter is that real talent won tonight. Not rollouts. Rollouts didn't win tonight. Radio didn't win tonight. Blogs didn't win tonight. Interviews didn't win tonight. Clout didn't win tonight. Scandals didn't win tonight. <laughs> Fake beef didn't win tonight. <laughs> Talent won tonight. Killer Mike swept the Grammys with talent. With consistency. With believing in himself and continuing to cone his craft. Ladies and gentlemen, this is amazing. And that's the first thing he said. Atlanta is a sweep. Atlanta is a sweep. Hip hop is back in Atlanta tonight. I can show y'all. I was just looking at some of his videos from this album. I'll go and review some for y'all. Once again, I can't play the music. They be tripping. YouTube be tripping on me. Y'all get my likes up. Them FX too loud. Okay, Rob say my F my sound effects too loud. Got you, Rob. I don't know how to turn these hoes down. Let me see if I can turn these hoes down. My sound effects too loud, y'all. I'm gonna try to get y'all right. How the hell? Hold on. Check, 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 check. 
Check, 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 check. Let's see how I turn these hoes down. Hold on. Got down. That's the that's the headphone. There we go. All right, cool. We Gucci. We Gucci. Got you, Rob. Thank you, bro. Shout out to my brother Rob Green. He always got me. <laughs> he always. <laughs> hey, man. That's about... Go to Killer Mike's album, and let, we can go look at the views, right? All right, listen. Like we're we're we're, we're y'all get my likes up, y'all get my likes up, y'all get my likes up. Stop playing with me. I'm cooking. This is a, this is a day. Remember, all super chats will be read and discussed. All super chats will be read and discussed in full. If you got something to say, send it with a super chat. It will be read and discussed. I'll try to. All right, so let, let's let's go this. Killer Mike, run, featuring Damien Gong, one month ago, has 1.08 million views. All right, listen. Killer Mike, down by law, featuring CeeLo, 1 million views. Killer Mike, shed tears. Mozzie and Lena Burns, 463,000 views. Right? Hold on. Hold on, y'all. This, yo, this gets crazy, bro. Killer Mike, motherless. Live session only has 29,000 views. You know what I'm saying? The song that he won Song of the Year for only has 2.2 million views. Y'all see what's happening? Talent won tonight, man. You know, you, we all know the artists that got 380 million views and uh, half a million, a billion views and things of that nature. And that's cool. Don't get it twisted. That's amazing stuff. But, bro, talent won. Not your rollout. Not to who you cool with. Not what blog you on. Sheer talent won tonight. Let's see, slummer. I mean, all these things are they they aren't they aren't the highest views in the world, bro. Three hundred twenty-eight thousand views. You feel what I'm saying? And 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 it makes me think like, well, man. Maybe maybe talent is making a comeback. Now, given, don't get it twisted. Killer Mike is still Killer Mike. He is a veteran. He is seasoned. He's been here for years. He's been consistent for quite some time. He is a huge activist. He is a major presence in hip-hop and in Atlanta, too. Uh, he is a king in his own right. And kings do kingly things. But we've definitely seen bigger rollouts than what Michael had. We've definitely seen bigger promotional marketing budgets than Michael had. We've definitely seen more views than Michael had. This guy just put out a dope project and people like dope shit. <laughs> F. One Ephraim Rail says, you ain't got to have a major hit to get a Grammy. 
Wow. So what does that tell of my other inspiring artists? Are we gonna talk? Yeah, we're gonna talk about the game tonight. This is one of them. This is one of them. We're gonna talk about the game tonight. What does that tell all the inspiring artists? Bro, there's some hope out there. You stay consistent, stay down, there's some hope out there. You stay consistent, stay down. You work on your craft, there's some hope out there. Time to rise above the enemy's plot. Man, this is a beautiful night, man. This man is 48 years old, ladies and gentlemen. 48 years old. How amazing is that? That a man that's 48 years old just swept the gram. Man, it's, it's guys that's 35 that say, oh man, he's getting getting. You can't ever listen to someone and tell you when you get you getting too old to do go after your dream. You can't ever listen to someone to say it's too late for you to go after your dream. You can't ever listen to someone and say, well, your time is past to go after your dream. Killer Mike just proved all of that wrong. <laughs> Killer Mike just proved all of those doubters wrong. Everyone that said you were too old to go after your dream, everyone that said that you your time has passed to go after your dream, everyone that said you got to just give it up, you've been doing it too long to go after your dream, everyone that said anything is proven wrong tonight. Three Grammy. Best rap performance, best rap song, and best rap album. Killer Mike. Michael. A 48-year-old black man. Shouts out to Killer Mike, man. That's amazing, bro. That's amazing. I'm I'm a glad to be. I'm I'm glad to just See this. You know, I've been in the music industry, Lord knows, for 20 years, and I ain't never seen nothing like this. I ain't never seen nothing like this. We all complain every year about the Grammys is rigged. We ain't going. Jay-Z boycotted the Grammys. You know what I'm saying? They rigged. It's all about who paid them. It's all about popularity. Man, listen. It's a good day in hip-hop, y'all. It's a great day in hip-hop. It's a great day to be a black brother. It's a great day to be... Man, it, it, it's just a great day. I, I, You know, and and so I... Yeah, the BS that came through and crept through and they can't ever let a brother... They, they look, Listen, listen, listen. I take it like this. Man, that man done went in there and the goddamn... <laughs> he done went in there with that Atlanta shit... <laughs> He's smelling himself because he know he done ran off with three of them boys. You can't turn him down. You can't turn him down. That boy going to be out in a couple minutes. You can't turn that boy down. And he deserve it. So yes, as oppressed people, we may be a little overly joyed 
when we finally get some credit for something. Yes, as oppressed people, we might be a little emotional when we finally get some credit for something. Yes, we might turn up when we win something. 199 Super Chat, man. 199 Super Chat, man. Hold on. Yeah, 199. Who got the hardest bars? Kodak, Lil Baby, or Future? We'll talk about that in a second, my brother. Shouts out to the Super Chat. I got to get a button for Super Chat. Where's my button for Super Chat? Hold on. Super Chat. That's my Super Chat button. No, here we go. My Super Chat button. Thank you, brother. Reaper CDL. So it's a it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful day to be in hip hop. The whole world, bro. Killer Mike just did it for every brother that with a dream. Killer Mike just did it for every brother over thirty five. Killer Mike just did it for every brother that's ever doubted himself because he's getting up in age. Killer Mike has inspired a whole generation. All my generation, what is it? Generation X's and millennials. He just inspired the hell out of all of us. <laughs> Big brother Geets, you're over 50. It's not too late. You're over 40. It's not too late. You're over 30. It's not too late. It's not too late. It's still too loud, enormous. Hold on. My FX still too loud. Let me turn them down. Hold on. Let me see. It's great now. So. Man, I, I think this is just a dope, a dope, a dope time. I'm I'm extremely excited to hear and see what happens. Uh I know this album is about to hit more than a million views. You know, we're catching it right now as this is happening. You can go to these albums and, and, and be one of the first people. I mean, some of these songs don't even have three hundred comments under them. You feel what I'm saying? But today talent won. It's a beautiful situation. So as I said once before, all Super Chats will be read and discussed in full. So if there's anything you want to discuss, anything you want to talk about, send it with a Super Chat. Of course, donations are always appreciated, not mandatory, but they all will be read. Um, cash App, my Cash App is mentioned below. And of course, my PayPal. If anybody wants to support the show, support the channel, we over here cooking. Who's got the hottest bars? Hardest bars. Kodak, Lil Baby, and Future. Bars. We're talking bars. We're talking lyricism, right? If we're talking lyricism, I don't even think that's a... This dude said, Travis Scott got robbed for one. Ah! Ah! I don't remember none of the songs from that from that album. I don't remember one of the songs. We're going to... Uh, Let's see what some people say. Kodak, Scissor just got robbed, lost to Billie Eilish. It's gonna be the, the Grammys always the Grammys always rob people. 
But today, the Grammys are right with me today. They did right by Mike. Uh-oh, I got another super chat. Rob Green, 1999, just supporting my favorite YouTuber. Keep up the good work. Salute my brother. Yeah, I'm getting this together. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Rob Green on the super chat. Thank you, Rob Green. <laughs> That's my super chat, boy. <laughs> hey, boy, I'm having a ball with this shit right here, boy. <laughs> hold on. CDL Reaper with a super chat. Shouts out CDL Reaper. But listen, if we're talking about bars, right? Lil Baby, Kodak, and Future. We're talking, when I, when I think bars, I think lyricism. When I think lyrics, I think verses. I think metaphors. I think double entendres. I think, you know, similes. I think cadence, flow. I think thought-provoking sequences. Between those three people, I, didn't, I don't think it's a... I don't really think it's even close. For me, it's, 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 it's got to be Lil Baby. It's got to be Lil Baby. Antoine Williams with a super chat. 199. Got to support a fellow brother. Salute, my brother. That's my super chat, boys, bitch. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's between Kodak and Lil Baby. I don't I don't even see how Kodak is and no disrespect to Kodak. Kodak is dope. I'm actually on his new movie, uh Glow Street, uh Glow Street coming out soon. I'm actually featured in that. So don't let me say too much because I don't want to goddamn get my scenes deleted. But if we're talking about lyricism, I ain't talking about songs, I ain't talking about artists, I'm talking about lyrics. I'm talking about bar for bar. Nah, man, Lil Baby got that. It's not even close. Kodak definitely has great songs and great moments in hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely a creative genius. I'm not taking that away from him. But he ain't no lyrical, miracle, spherical-ass dude. Lil Baby got bars like that. If we're talking about putting the beat on and letting brothers go at it, like back in the old days, I put my money on Baby. I put my money on Baby. I put my money on Baby. Yeah, I'll give Haiti Haiti from Plainville. I would say that Kodak's more creative. No, nah, but listen, if we're talking about creativity, then we can't we can't we can't leave Pluto out. Let's 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 make no mistake. Pluto birth birth Kodak and baby. Let's make no mistake. Any nigga that's rapping with auto tune <laughs> took some influences. Everything came from T-Pain. T-Pain took it to Wayne, and Wayne took it to Pluto. And Pluto put it to the trap. <laughs> These guys. I, I'm not saying that. I'm not. Yeah, but Future Hendrix is their father. That's their pappy. We're talking about creativity. Then how the hell are we not talking about Future? We got another. We got another. Um, another question on 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 Instagram. Do you think Killer Mike will retire after tonight? Most definitely not. Most definitely not. Why would he? He just proved to the world that you could be forty eight years old, still rap and win a Grammy at the high, and still perform at the highest level. Bro, I'm telling y'all, man. He got me thinking I might need to go back in the booth tomorrow. 
Like what? But shit, I'm young compared to him. <laughs> He's okay. Let me see what FM Rail says. Rich homie Quan, birth future, Lucci and all them other niggas. If you from Atlanta, you know what's up. Okay, let me let me let me think. Let me think. Let me think. F FM Rail, because you, you're saying you're from Atlanta. Rich homie Quan, he said he birthed Future. Let me think. Hold on. Future came out 2011. No, sir. No, sir. You tripping. You smoking. Rich homie Quan came out way after Future, dog. Way after Future, dog. Future came up with Dungeon Family, my brother. Yeah, you tripping, bro. I mean, racks on racks on racks. Let, let's, let's do that research. Type of way, don't get it twisted. We're not sliding rich on me at all. Let's let's look at when look. future dirty sprite. That's when future kind of came of age. You said birth though? Birth Pluto? Nah. Nah, bro. You got your dates mixed up. 13 years ago. Rich homie Quan. Type of way. Ten years ago. How did someone that came out ten years ago birth somebody that came out thirteen years ago? Lots of dates mixed up on that one, dog. It's all good. Real niggas fuck up. You gotta understand, yeah. <laughs> you gotta understand. He said, Jid finna be the best lyricist in the city. And I, I, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to that, Zone 6 Trey. I'm not opposed to that. I'm not opposed to that. I just heard the one song. I haven't woke up to him yet. I just heard the Ceiling Challenge joint. Yeah, he said that. He said that. <laughs> it's okay, dog. Real, real, real ones mess up sometimes. It's cool. It's cool. Hey, man, look. I got this. Hey, look, man. Listen, y'all. I'm telling y'all, I've been, I'm building this damn... I've been building this studio for the past past week, you know what I'm saying? Because quite frankly, I see academics, he go live every day, right? I see people like, um, that's all I do. Joe Budden seemed like he go live every other day. I'm like, okay, if I feel that I, I deserve to be in that platform or that, that level of content creators, I got to outwork them. Well, academics, I, I rock with academics, but I got to work at. So I'm here. I'm packing shit. All right, we got somebody. We got Crank Lucas on the call. I wish I could find a way to, to put this. Let me see if I can find a way to get this call on the damn. I need to get a dundle. I think that's what they call that thing, right? The thing where you, um, hold on. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Crank Lucas on the live. What's up, my brother? Man, I'm over here in my new, my new, my new, uh, my new streaming room. We getting there, man. I got a little vibe going. You know what I'm saying? I got the, yeah, you know what I mean. Hey. I'm getting there. Okay. Right. We getting there. Yeah, I, I see you. I see you got a disco going on back there. Your damn self. Hey, so I got I gotta ask you this question. Best lyricist, Lil Baby, Future Kodak. Who you going with? Lil Baby. Yeah. 
I knew you were a sensible adult. Yeah, little little baby lyrically, lyrically, um, lyrically is 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 he must have took some trips to New York or some shit. Well, when you watch his documentary on crime, he was always around these niggas, but he just used to like post up Instagram captions. They was like, "Yo, this caption is dope. You should just make this into rhymes," and it just turned into him rapping. Yeah, and he developed the actual skill of rapping, but he always had the like ability. Like say some dope shit, so that's what I say. And shout out to the other two that you said as well. Yeah, for sure. Lyrical shit. Nah, I I gotta go with little baby. You can't lose with little baby. Yeah, little baby's gonna be consistently. He gonna consistently say some dope things, man. Um, this is my question though. Let's talk about this Killer Mike situation. Killer Mike has swept all rap categories as a forty-eight-year-old black man. What is Crank Lucas's take on that? He won album. He won rap album of the year for Michael. He won rap performance of the year for um, Scientist, and he won best rap song. So you can hear my applause. <laughs> yeah, um, to be totally honest, man, you know, it, it was a um and not to take anything away from Mike, it was a lackluster year in hip hop. But now my thing is this is was Drake's album on this Grammys or would it be would it be for next month, next next year? Because it, did Drake just get a whole snub? Or is that will that fall in next year? Well, him and Twenty One Savage's album got nominated. Him and Twenty One Savage's album, her loss got nominated, but I don't think Drake. Right? Her loss is twenty three, right? Yeah, him and twenty, him and Twenty One Savage. Look, brother, I'm about to get to this stream because my my guys on YouTube are, are, are saying they can't hear you. I'm gonna hit you in a minute. I appreciate you, Crank Lucas. Everybody, make sure y'all make sure y'all follow Crank Lucas. Y'all see his videos all over the place. You can rap like an '80s nigga, a '90s nigga, a 2000 and a 2030 nigga at the same goddamn song. Goddamn it! Hey, Crank. Goddamn. Kill the mic. Got a lot of us thinking about hitting that mic again, sir. I might, we, we might need to come, ooh, Ugly Money Nietzsche Crank Lucas, EP, whoo, all right, so we, we, we're having this debate about future, hold on, I got a couple of super chats I got to read, I ain't forgot about y'all guys, hold on, hold on, let's, let's talk about it, let's talk, 
I'm just I'm just putting that in the universe, Craig. I'm just putting it in the universe. I'm just putting it in the universe. <laughs> um, hold on. FM Rail 499. Future wasn't rapping with autotune and with the melodic melodies back when he first came out, bro. I remember me head Future with Dungeon Family. Mm. So you saying that rich homie Quan with the melody, Burr Future, well, if anything, then okay, okay, Rail. If we want to talk Atlanta, we can do it. We can do it. I like this kind of conversation. Then, 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 then Rich Homie Quan didn't birth future. Schooly birth future. Cause Schooly birthed Rich Homie Quan. Uh oh. Who started it rapping and singing then? Between Schoolie and, and Kwani Cash. Hold on. Uh oh. Let's talk about it. You talking about Rich Homie. We all know what's up. What's up? Hey, that boy, that boy, that, that school boy. Be laughing, be smiling the whole performance. <laughs> we can talk about it now. We can talk about it now. We can talk about it. Well, if that's the case, then Kwani Cash birthed everybody. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did I say something? Yeah, real. Come on. Like, you can test my Atlanta history. Did I say something real? If we want to talk like that, did Kwani Cash, I always got time, Poway. Did Kwani Cash talk to me, Ralph? <laughs> if that's the case, then did Kwani Cash and the rich kids? Hello? He said, no, nah, Kwani. Why you, why you say that's crazy? Bro, go go Quanti Cash Smash on who? If you from Atlanta, you know. Hold on, my camera done went out. God dang. Hold on one second, y'all. Hold on one second, guys. My damn camera done went out. I'm back. Hold on. So, if that's the case... If that's the case, then we gotta say then Quanti Cash gotta be there. Hold on, I'm about to, I'm about to. Then Quanti Cash gotta be there. I mean, he might have, he might. Did he have the commercial success of all of these people? No. But Atlanta, no. But Atlanta, no. Goddamn 
that thing around my picture that thing thing up. Oh. oh shit. My battery's dead. Hold on. So we 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 were just talking corny kid. Then you gotta then you gotta then you gotta bring in Schoolie from the rich kid. Hold on. If that's the case, if we talking, if we talking Atlanta, uh oh. Hold on, check. Gotta change out the bed. And I'm back. Yeah. All right. And I'm back. If that's the case, we got to talk. Because who started that singing and rapping? You know, I've met, you know, I know Kwani. I know Schoolie too. Now, if you ask Kwani, who started that singing and rapping, Kwani gonna tell you with a straight face. Kwani Cash. Free killer Mike, man. Hold on, if that's the case. Beyonce didn't pay Soldier for her lyrics until he pressed her. Rich Homie Kwan was out around the same time, and even then they wasn't rapping like how Rich Homie Kwan was. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Man, Rail, you gonna have to give some uh. You gonna you gonna you gonna have to give some 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 dates or some links to your to your to your claims on this stuff right here, man. You gonna have to give some dates and some links to some some uh, of these claims right here, man. You feel what I'm saying? Hold on. FM Rail says four ninety nine super chat. Hold on. FM Rail super chat. Them all different styles, bro. You might as well say Kilo Ali was the first nigga from Atlanta singing. I'm talking about melodic flow, cadence, auto-tune. Uh, how can you say that when Future came out with racks on racks on racks? Racks on racks on racks. My campaign goes so strong. And then I hear the sound. I rats on rats on rats. That's a that's a melody, brother. 
They grow like a rock rock. They kind of you gotta stop. It really is an empire. Got rats on rats on rats. Adjust the camera. What? On the um. On the YouTube. Should be straight. I should be straight. What is it? It's in, it's not in focus. Shit. Uh, YC. Yeah, that was YC song, but we all know Future wrote it, if you know Atlanta. Future wrote that. Ah, oh, shit, Stan. Keisha! Hold on, y'all. I'm working on something. Keisha! Hold on, I gotta get my, I gotta get my assistant over here. K-Cat was really on that. What up, by Capricorn? K-Cat. Uh, Quantic Cash was before K-Cat. Bro, Future wrote Racks on Racks on Racks, bro. Rich Homie Quan was definitely out before Lucci, but he's saying that Rich Homie Quan birthed Future. That's a crazy claim. I don't know how to goddamn focus this shit. Hold on, y'all. Hold on one second, y'all. Now this is my first day in here. All right, let's try that. Yeah, but the, the we all know Future wrote the song, bro. About good as it gonna get right now, Stan. Yeah, he's saying if he's saying that rich homie Quan birth future. Can you put it in focus, please? In focus. Can you put it in focus? Hold on. Super chat. $2. Super chat. Dionysus the Great, $2. Well, the dream laid the blueprint. <laughs> All right, y'all getting crazy now, bro. Y'all getting crazy now. Can you put it in focus? Please. At the top, the little thing right there. Uh-huh. No, that. Oh, yeah, on the, on the ring. How you put this shit in focus, Rob? Shit, I don't know. Yeah. Y'all ain't got hold on. Rail says, I'm gonna need you to go listen to old future dirty sprite Pluto. Bro, fish tailing out parking lot, need magic. Two bad bitches and a guy to mop. Hold on, is, is it in focus? Bro, the, the magic back back it up. Try to back it up to see if my, my face is in focus. Bro, that's melodic cadence, bro. That's a melodic cadence. Wala magic. Wala magic. How? Dream R and B. Keisha said that's good as it getting. 
Hold on, KG. Stay and say zoom in and then zoom out. I know it wasn't on Dirty Sprite, but but it still was before Rich Homie Quan. What up, Gooch? Shouts out 5150 show, man. You got, you got, is it in focus? Stay and watch it. Hold on. He, he's, hold on, hold on. Stand by to come on the line. <laughs> but yeah, fish tailing out the parking lot, need magic. Two bad bitches and I got them automatic. Way I hit the work, pick, kill, call it magic. It is the work. Walla, magic. Walla, magic. Walla, magic. Hold on. Here, here you go, Keisha. Talk to Stan. Stan on the, on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Enormous. We, we, we trying to, hey, look, that's how y'all know. I'm just the podcast nigga, bro. I don't be knowing how to work this shit. I'm learning this shit as I go. Stan trying to teach Keisha how to got down. I, I, Rail, I'm trying to stay with you. And Nietzsche, that was not on Dirty Sprite or Pluto. That was on Streets is Calling. But Streets is Calling was still before Rich Homie Kwan. Stay on Instagram. Instagram. She said, call her Instagram. We're working on the focus, y'all. Yeah, working on the focus. So, yeah, you're going to have to give me some. you going to have to. I, I just I just don't understand where you get that where you get that strong claim from that rich homie birth future. When future was on well future was on smash no cuffin, bro. Smash no cuffin'. He always had melody, dog. Because the whole world waiting anticipating the rich homie Guan album. Nah. But them boys on bullshit with OG Killer Mike, they would never do that to Eminem. Facts paid, bum. Enormous, I appreciate it, bro. Hey man, so listen. So enormous. One thing about the Ugly Money TV and this and this community that we got here, we just some real niggas, bro. You know what I'm saying? That just decided to film the conversations that that we have in everyday life when it comes from. You know, when it comes to women, when it comes to entertainment, when it comes to life, you know, we just have a real conversation and, and you know, it's a round table here. Like everybody has a voice here, you know what I'm saying? So feel free to, you know what I'm saying, to patronize and feel free to, 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 to add value and feel free to goddamn, you know, cause everybody knows something, you know what I'm saying? I'm just the host. I ain't, I don't feel like I know everything. I'm just a nigga that. Goddamn it, I just give my perspective of things. You know what I'm saying? Like me and Rail having a whole goddamn debate about future and rich homie <laughs> It's looking better. Pluto started dating melodic shit before Rich Homie Quan. That's what I'm saying, Zone 6 Trey. I don't know where he getting that one from. I don't know where he getting that one from, bro. He's saying that Pluto that birth Pluto? Nah, man. Future, Future was a studio head, bro. Meathead, bro. 
He lived in the studio. We trying to get the camera right, y'all. You see what I'm saying? And it's just like, y'all get my license. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all playing with me. Y'all get my license. Pluto is 20 years. I'm in the game, Puff said. Future a genius with this shit for real. No, Rich Homie, and Rich Homie is too. But I just don't understand where he gets the Rich Homie birth future argument when Rich Homie Future was out way before Rich Homie was even thought of on this rap. Man, Rich Homie was still playing baseball when Future came out with Dirty Sprite, bro. Gosh, that's how I say what she wants. Rich Homie was still playing baseball, bro. We ain't gonna agree. <laughs> hey, real. Hey, that's. <laughs> hey, hey, Dion, and that's the beautiful part of this platform, dog. We got them debate. We talk. Sometimes we agree. Sometimes we don't. But everybody's viewpoint is respected. <laughs> oh, man. Rich told me first album came out in 2013, bro. Oh, man. Yeah, I got to do some research on that. I'm going to look into that real because I ain't never heard that one. I ain't never heard that one, bro. What up, Tone? Remember, all Super Chats will be read and discussed. All Super Chats will be read and discussed in full. So, we're going to get to another part of the segment of the show that uh, a lot of people have grown to love. It's our Manosphere segment. The part where we talk about women and ladies and our relationships with them and our love and hate relationship. It ain't really hate, but our love and dislike relationship with women. Can't live with them, can't live without them, right? And so there's been a lot of brothers that have been hitting me up for advice. So now I open my, I open my mind to you guys and my platform to you guys. My boy Stan on it. My boy done got me a thumbnail. That's a real nigga right there, man. Shouts out my boy Stan, man. Shouts out, man. This this for Stan right here. Man. <laughs> out for me right there. I was out there looking naked, man. My, my bad, boy. <laughs> we still. So, uh, a lot of brothers always ask me about questions with their women, questions with women, and things of that nature. So, yeah. As a as a brother that has. You know, dealt with, known, came across to share women. In my 41 years of living, there are certain things that I've seen, there are certain things that I know, there are certain things that I don't. So we talking about, we still trying to get this shit in focus. So we're going to talk about, matter of fact, let me switch out to this one while they're getting that together. It looked good on this end. Yeah, so any brothers, by all means, whether you send it with a super chat or not, 
any brothers got any questions, any comments or topics about the opposite sex? You ever seen that Pushing P live performance on whatever night show? You talking about Gunner? No. Nah, real. I'm 41, boy. I just don't look as I don't I don't look what I've been through, dog. I, I spend my I spend most of my days smiling, my boy. I spend most of my days smiling and I try not to um I try not to let things I feel my anger is too expensive for anybody to be able to afford. I'm gonna switch these cameras right now while they're working on that. Because I'm gonna give y'all a better viewing experience. Hold on, my gentlemen. Me getting that together. Get that together. Hold on. So I feel like my anger is, is a little too expensive for anybody to have. So that's why I don't normally, I don't normally allow people to get me angry or get me out of get me out of context or whatever. I, I try not to. I try not to get knocked off my pivot at all or whatever, especially when it comes to the opposite sex. You feel what I'm saying? Got to stay grounded and laugh. That's how we live along. Facts, bro. You know, I, I, I have this thing where, I, like I said, my anger is too expensive for people to, to people to be able to afford. You feel what I'm saying? But we could talk about, we could talk about honesty, right? Because a lot of women always say that they want honesty. And then when you give them honesty, they then in turn get mad at you because if their honesty isn't If the honesty isn't what isn't what she envisioned. So a lot of times you have women that would get upset with a man when he was being honest with them the whole time because the honesty that he gave her wasn't the answer that she wanted. Well, if that's the case, then Queen, you're asking this man to lie to you. So a lot of women always say, well, why do men lie? Why do men lie? Why are they lying all the time? Baby, because you didn't accept the truth. Because when I tried... To tell you the truth, time and time again, you took that as a way to weaponize my honesty, put it in a gun, in a bullet form, and shoot it back at me. Now, if a man is being honest with you, if a man is being honest with you, and you use it as you use it to harm him in any shape, form, or fashion, then you deserve to be lied to. A lot of women want us to lie to them. It even goes back to the podcasters. Think about how many women love Derek Jackson. I said that before on a, on a past episode, right? Derek Jackson was lying like a motherfucker to these women. Was lying like hell to these women. But yet, women loved him. Close the cameras out. Change the camera back? Okay. All right, All right cool. Hold on, y'all. I'm going to get back on this new uh, this camera right Shit. Hold on one second, y'all. Okay. All right, I'm back. And so... Derrick Jackson made a career and a living off of lying to women. And women loved him for it. They literally loved this man for lying to him. Man, smooth, let's work, man. 
long as it makes sense. They don't want the truth. Hold on, let me reboot this right quick. Hold on one second, y'all. So, we bet. Women hate the truth. A lot of women hate the truth. I ain't going to say all. Because if you ask for the truth and you can't handle the truth, then quite frankly, you want you hate the truth. It's the second ring on the lens. Twist it until it's right. It's the second ring on the lens. Rob said it's the second ring on the lens. It's a, yeah, it's the second ring on the lens. And shouts out my team, man. I got a hell of a team. You can't win in this shit if you ain't got no team, bro. Boogie Beverly, I don't let people on my live I don't know, because last time I did that, it was a boy dressed up as a girl, and he was twerking. So, women hate the truth. Now, they love Derrick Jackson for lying to them year after year after year, dragging men under the bus, telling them we ain't shit, telling them that they deserve better. The whole time he was lying and cheating on his old lady, cheating on his wife, had a whole nother chick. I actually know the girl that he was cheating on his wife with. She'll be on my show very soon. And boy, 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 it's going to be a fun one. But here comes a guy like Kevin Samuels. Now, Kevin Samuels comes, and a lot of these women hate him. Why do women hate Kevin Samuels? Because he said things that women didn't like to hear. He played on their insecurities, their imperfections, and came with a realistic approach that women did not appreciate. He was just telling them the truth. A lot of his talking points, just like mine, are from grandma. I say the same thing grandma told you to, say, told you to do when you was a kid. Don't be out here being fast. Keep your legs closed. Stop sleeping with everybody. Don't be a hoe. They say don't be fast back then. Don't be hot in the ass. The same things grandma said is the same things that I tell women time in and time again. You know what I'm saying? Long live Kevin Samuels. And women hated him for it. Women literally hated Kevin Samuels for just telling them the goddamn truth. Now imagine a person hating you, despising you, wishing your death, because of the fact that you told them the truth. And then they turn around and say, well, just be honest with me. Bitch, you tripping. Get my lights up, gentlemen. I'm about to cook on something, goddammit. I'm about to cook. I'm about to cook, gentlemen. Get my lights up. A lot of women just hate, a lot of women just hate men, to be honest. They don't want, they want their, they want their, their, they want their honesty. They want the man to say the things that they want. Sky, what's up, baby? CC, what's up, baby? Let me know if y'all want to call in. They hate their honesty. They want their interpretation of what it's supposed to be. But that's not the way the world works. That's not the way the world works, ladies. Nobody got a worse relationship publicly than Will Smith. Man, Jada played him publicly. She did it fail. Enormous facts. And you know the thing about that is? Because we talk about Jada Pinkett Smith. She is the LeBron James of toxic. 
Jada Pinkett Smith is a LeBron James and toxic black women. And you see any black women coming on these blogs checking Jada Pinkett Smith? Will Smith is a billionaire, so you can't say he's not a provider. He damn sure could pay for a goddamn security, so you can't say he's not a protector. So what are your reasons for publicly defacing this man, demasculinizing this man, and, 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 and making a, a, a public mockery of him? You have none. But women will still try to blame it on the man. They will start, still try to put it on him. Oh, Will was this, and Will was gay, and Will was cap. 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 But one thing, the only thing that women hate worse than a liar is accountability. They hate it with a, they hate it with all of their heart. A woman cannot stand to be accountable. You see what I'm saying? And so Jada Pinkett Smith is a perfect example of women seeing another woman doing wrong and not being accountable and not holding her accountable. You understand that women will women will back women about being unaccountable. Not all women. I'm just talking about the toxic few. Y'all bitches. <laughs> FM Rail says the best women are on the outskirts of Atlanta, Paulding County, Dallas, Georgia, Woodstock, Canton, places like that. It's sad, but the city is trash since these folks moved here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know, I don't understand. Haha, <laughs> Ronnie Williams, funny guy, man. <laughs> I love these buttons, goddamn. So anyway, um, accountability, the kryptonite of most women, and they'll tell you things like, "Well, I can't apologize if I don't know I was wrong." Bitch, you knew you was wrong from the get go when you did it. That's why you're so defensive when I bring it to you. When a man brings you a concern, cool, calm, collected, and respectful, and you give him your ass to kiss, you start raising your voice, you start over-talking him, because you knew all damn well the whole time you were wrong. You just don't want to be woman enough to admit it. You don't want to be woman enough to take accountability for it, to face it, to change it, because they know, because you know that if you take accountability of something, you're going to have to change your behavior. And you don't want that. And you don't want that. Fellas, I advise you, if you ever find a woman that can take accountability for her actions, you marry her immediately. Because you ain't going to get better than that. I've been on this world for 41 years, bro. I've probably seen 1% of women that have come around me that can fully take accountability for the shit they've done. They hate it with a passion. They hate it with a passion. A woman, whether pack her bags all up herself, take her shit, put it in boxes, drag it down the stairs, go put it in storage, and go back to her mama's house and take accountability. And it gets passed down from generation to generation. I do not, I still don't understand why women are like this. I never understood it. I always try to get it. You know, in my case, right, it comes with like wasting my time. I have, I have had to cut off more women for wasting my time than any other reason ever. 
If we say we're meeting at 7 o'clock for lunch and 7 o'clock comes and for whatever reason you can't make it and you don't call, text, email, DM and let a brother know that you're not making it to lunch and then the next time you talk to him on Thursday like nothing happened, oh, bitch, we got something to talk about. <laughs> Accountability. My brother FM Rail says social media plays a major part in how bad the dating community is as well. You know, back in the day, we went up to females confident and stuck a conversation. Now, folks lazy dating. Now, for, well, see, you got to understand that grandma, all, all grandma saw was granddaddy and the niggas at work. So she didn't get to see millions of men in her DM or millions of dicks or hundreds of thousands of penises pictures in, their, in her DM. She got to see granddaddy and them dirt, dusty niggas at work. <clears throat> and she came home. Confident that she had the best man she could get. And that's why these households goddamn did well. And grandma and granddaddy, he saw grandma and them hoes at work. And so now with social media, you get these women that at any point in time can go get attention from men by posting a picture. She posts a picture. Extreme. Now she has tons of sexual advances, tons of attention from men. So what happens? People don't want to deal with their problems because they feel, oh, I can go get another one. But what mis women are misconstruing is they are misconstruing getting dick from getting a man. Now, this man that is in this house with you, that is paying bills with you, that is being a father to your son or, ch or your child, that is empowering you, that is protecting and providing with you, that's a man. Now, the nigga that's in your DM, he just want to give you some dick. Now, understand that no man Every man that hasn't fucked you yet will always sound better than the man that you have. There is no way, if I'm your man, ladies, and we laying in this bed, the nigga outside is always going to sound better than me because he's scamming you. He's lying to you, and he's telling you whatever you need to hear to make you want to screw. It's impossible. There's, how can a man compete with make-believe? The niggas outside are making up this shit as they go. They are tailor-making themselves to sound and appear like the dream man that you think. And here you go. You got an actual real man at home that's willing to build and grow with you, and you leave him for the potential of this dream, nigga. And when you find out that this nigga won't shit, what do you try to do? Spin the block. And you become the bitter baby mama because the man don't want you anymore because he's tired of your shit. And he has since moved on because what happens? Men, as we get older, our value increases. Unfortunately, as women get older, their value can decrease. But as we get older, the more knowledge we get, the more financially freedom we become, the more, the, the more our network, the bigger our network becomes, the more money we make, the more we elevate in life, comes through time, through age. With women, a lot of the times it works in the exact opposite. Because women are valued for their sexual marketplace. They are valued for their femininity. They're valued for their cooperation. They're valued for their soft girl energy. They are valued for their sexiness, their prettiness, their virtuosity. Well, as you get older, those things are going to go down. Those ticks ain't going to be as perky at 
35 as they was at 25, baby. That stomach ain't going to be as flat as 35 that it is at 25, baby. The damage that you've went through from 25 to 35 is going to show way more. Now you got 10 years of damage and trauma that this man has to unpack and deal with. So a lot of times women like to shun men because of the fact that they like to date younger. But I say the same thing. Well, what? How can you blame him? If he can get a 25-year-old version of you, the new upgraded iPhone, and the new iPhone 15 that just came out, and quite frankly, you're an iPhone 6, but your camera phone don't even work. Ah, boy. See, I get the cooking in this motherfucker, goddammit. They don't like that. Y'all get my likes up, gentlemen. Church is in session. <laughs> and so off and so forth, you see women walk away from perfectly good men, perfectly good relationships. No relationship is perfect, women. Men, no woman is perfect. But if you find somebody that is good enough to work with, that is good enough to grow with, that is good enough to work through things, then goddamn it, try to stick it out. Grandma and granddaddy went years of, of not being able to stand each other. They went through probably years of not talking or not fucking with each other, but they stuck it out and they find their way back home each and every time. We are so quick to go to the fucking courthouse and file a divorce and break up happy family and happy home. You dig what I'm saying? I tell my, I tell my woman all the time. I say, listen, I don't care how you feel. I'm not going nowhere and you're not going nowhere. Now, if you need to go in the other room or whatever, or if I need to get a, you know, take, take some time off away from, but we're not leaving this situation and we're not quitting because quite frankly, I don't want to have to start over again. I don't want to have to go in the next bitch's closet and clear out all the skeletons and all the bodies that she's laid up under the fucking carpet again. I don't want to have to relearn someone. I don't want to have to understand, uh, unpack another woman's trauma. I don't want to have to tell or, or learn a, um, another woman's un crazy secrets. I don't want to do that. And women, you shouldn't want to anyway, either. Because every man has his own set of shit. And it's all about being able to deal with this type of shit that your partner has. Because we all got shit with us. Yes, it stinks. But if you can stomach that shit, oh, this shit only smells like dumpster juice. This shit smells like tiger shit. Can't do the tiger shit. Can do the dumpster juice stuff. But it has a nice aroma flavor. <laughs> you got to find someone that you can deal with for the long haul and try to work that shit out. But women are so quick to quit. Y'all are so quick to take y'all ball and go home before the game is over. And then you become bitter when that man finds someone to play for the rest of his life, play the game with for the rest of his life. Y'all are too quick to quit. Y'all are too quick to let a man go. All right, uh, Howie, send it to the same email, my brother. Y'all are too quick to give up. And for what? 
And for what? To go find a man to do the same thing he's just better at hiding from you? To go find a man that lies just as much, but he's better at hiding it from you? Know your man is not perfect, but he yours. Fellas, know your woman's not perfect, but she yours. And if you find someone that checks eight out of your ten boxes, you better motherfucking cuff them and take them to the goddamn altar. Because a lot of y'all want somebody that's perfect and y'all are the farthest thing from it. You can't expect somebody to check ten of your boxes when you don't check ten of theirs. But damn it, if you got eight out of the ten, you might be doing good. Come on. Don't you matter what it is. You feel what I'm saying? And it's not time to quit. It's not time. Which which one? Uh, change your life. It's not time to quit. It's not time to, to 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 run away from it. It's time to work through shit. And a lot of us don't want to do that anymore. We are just, we are so consumed with the outside world and with, and we think that better is out there. But when you realize that the grass is not green on the other side and you try to cross back over, bitch, that grass gone. A woman done saw that grass that you left and she done got them cut that shit and got the hell on because she knew what you had. You didn't. Eighty percent of divorces are filed by women. We aren't leaving these women. They are leaving us. Once again, eighty percent of marriages in eighty percent of divorces that are filed are filed by women. We are not leaving y'all. Y'all are leaving us. And a lot of times, guess what happens? That woman that leaves that man. 70% of the time, never remarries. So what's that tell you? You left a man for nothing. For nothing. You left the father of your children for nothing. You left the husband for nothing. You left the two-parent household for nothing. Now, I'm not here to say that there's never a reason to leave a man once again. If a man is putting his hands on you, baby, go and go quick. But y'all want to sit and leave a nigga for goddamn getting some cat or something? Baby, get in fucking line. Now, we got a soundtrack for tonight's show. It's coming from my brother Highway Classic. Now, I want y'all to let me know what y'all think about this record. He's on the live right now, and we're going to play some records. And every now and then on my show, I do these kind of things. Name of the song is called Change Your Life. Highway. Rated 1 to 10. Who told mama to leave that man? Mama. <laughs> Grandmama. Yeah, yeah. 
Highway Classics is his name. We just trying to live our dream to chase our money, that's for sure. I got two bits, go crazy. I got a black cool new set. I've been on my own, trying to get it. What the fuck you saying? Having so much motion, I got different places I can stay. I control this shit, I've been the boss. I get my bread and lay back. You ain't never seen none of this ice. I got you in a lurk. Bitches getting freaky, pennies drop as soon as I pray. See them pussy nigga hating, they get mad at me. Y'all let me know what y'all think about this record. Cool on the low, what's up, baby? High ride to official, say that jump hard. That's highway classics, ladies and gentlemen. That's highway classics, ladies and gentlemen. What y'all think about that record? I'm gonna read some of the comments. I'm gonna read some of the comments. NASCAR say that beat go crazy. I'm gonna read some of the comments from YouTube. Days Before Gotham on platforms. His project, Highway Classics, Days Before Gotham, is now available on all platforms. Man, this dude, Shannon Sharp, is killing it. He got a live going on right now with 23,000 people on that joint. JS the best. Send me your email. Comment your email in the chat. I'm going to read some of these comments from YouTube. Hold on, gentlemen. Let me see. Remember, all Super Chats will be read and discussed. Anybody from YouTube that wants to get a record played, by all means, just go ahead and hit the Cash App 50, and I'll send you the email. Dion is the Great gets $5 Super Chat. Dion the Great, $5 Super Chat. Salute. <laughs> That's my Super Chat boy. I got a Super Chat boy for this motherfucker. He said the heat switch up was crazy. Money shed a link to the song. Um, hold on, highway. Hold on, what's the name of the name of the song? Is how well name of the artist? Highway Classics. Name of the project is Days Before Gotham, as in Gotham City. I'm typing it in the chat now on YouTube. It's on all platforms. Yeah, so showing love from NYC. Definitely a club banger, cool on the low. JS the best, you next? All right. So 
we were talking about leaving a relationship. So when is it time for women to actually leave relationships? When is it time to call it quits? Well, one, domestic violence. He whooping your ass, baby, yeah, it's time to go. And I can totally understand that. I would not fault no women that's getting her ass whooped to stay there and get her ass whooped by no means. But I feel that infidelity is the stupidest reason for a woman to leave a man. It's the stupidest reason in the world. He kept cheating on me. Baby, that's your ego talking. If he ain't bringing no babies home or no diseases home and you going over this motherfucker looking for this bitch, and quite frankly, baby, You stupid. All right, JS, I sent it to you. Check your email. Because at the end of the day, all you're going to do, all you're going to do, it's all good, man. We just having a goddamn FM Rail. The name of his album is Highway Classics, Day Before Gotham. But, um, all you're going to do is leave, leave, leave one for a, a one that do it better. You done, left, you done left one man for a man that do it better. Stupid ass. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you still don't get cheated on. <laughs> oh, God. I love this new thing. So that's the stupidest reason in the world to leave him, man. You done left your fa- you done left the father to your kid. They said they about to look you up, uh, Highway Classic. That's what you're paying for, bro. You know, Bugatti. You got to pay for promo, doc. That's the only difference between people that win Grammys and people that don't. Promotion and marketing. Platforms. Getting it out there. It costs. It costs to set yourself apart. That's with anything, though. That's not just with music. That's with any business. Y'all keep on getting me off subject. You know what I'm saying? She getting the ass whooped. Hey, yeah, it's time to go, baby. We don't want to cause you any physical harm that you shouldn't have to go through. And I've never and never will be an advocate for a man physically putting his hands on a woman to the point where it's causing her life harm. No. Now, if she hits you in the head with a pot and you got to defend yourself, <laughs> hey, because a lot of women don't call, a lot of women don't say that part, the part where you hit him in the head with the pot, where you threw hot grease on him, where you woke him up out the bed with the grits, where you burned him with the iron, where you pulled the knife out on them. Y'all don't ever say that part, right? <laughs> exactly, young gutter. These women be hidden first. Men can be victims of domestic violence as well. It may not hurt us, or we may take it, but we still, we still can be victims. 
It's a lot of brothers that was victims. I've been cut by a chick before too, you know. FM Real, uh, Highway Classic. He said that 417 AM go crazy. Sheesh, that sample crazy, Highway Classics. Highway, you just got a new fan, bro. All good music needs is a platform to be introduced to people. And if it's good, the people will react to it. Exactly what happened with Killer Mike. He put out a great album, an amazing album, and people reacted to it. And he swept the Grammys. Best rap song, best rap album, best rap performance. Oh, we got Rumble? Yeah, y'all go check out, y'all go check out FM Real says, yeah, definitely new fan. Shouts out, shouts out to my brother Highway. Yeah. Pin that motherfucker right there. What? Pin that bitch. Yeah, so you know, um, so often, so not, women just leave men for the wrong reasons. Now listen, if this man is holding back, is holding you back from progressing in life, I totally understand that. Meaning, he's not taking care of his man as a taking care of his business as a man. He's not protecting and providing. You don't feel safe. I understand that. Going, I understand that, but play your card smart. What are you leaving for? Is he doing something? Is he doing his best? If he's doing his best, then it is on you to inspire him. Good women multiply men. If I'm making $50,000 a year as a single man, by the time I get with you, I better be making $150,000. If my financial situation goes down when I'm with you, you are the problem, ma'am. The fact of my peace of mind, the fact that I have time that I'm not out here chasing cat because there's some cat in my bed already. The fact that my clothes is ironed, I'm getting to my meetings on time, I'm eating a healthy breakfast, I'm coming home and getting a full night's of sleep. That should multiply me automatically, ma'am. A lot of y'all don't get that though. A lot of y'all don't do that. Hey, Kay, how you doing, Kay? Kay still don't like rich niggas. But see, that's where a lot of women misconstrue it. They think multiplying a man means they got to bring home some money. No, baby. The peace of mind that you give us, the inspiration that you give us. Women, y'all are like muses. Y'all inspire us to be great. When a woman is in her soft girl energy in her feminine state, it will make a man go into overdrive to give her the world. In essence, tripling his wealth. Because you know your woman want to go to Dubai for the summer. So you go extra hours. You go extra hard. You do that extra business. You start that extra hustle. So you can give your woman the world when she is in her soft girl feminine energy. You want to give her the world. We are naturally givers. But when you bring that masculine shit home, baby girl, we ain't want to do shit. But goddamn, give your ass a trip back to the apartment. A goddamn muzzle. See what I'm saying? At some point in time, you got to think to yourself, what am I bringing to the table? What do I bring to this table that I'm 
that I am constantly bitching at this man that there's not enough on the table. Hold on. He's not bringing in enough money. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. Well, ask yourself, ma'am, what the hell do you bring to the table? <laughs> Hold on, y'all. I'm getting over the coat. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you, Rocky Gambino, man. I take a look. Now I can change the color on this motherfucker. I'll make this motherfucker goddamn. Goddamn. Yeah, I, I, I can make it blue. You feel me? <laughs> but yeah, you got to ask yourself what the hell are you bringing to the table? Ginger tea and honey, thank you, being cinematic. You feel me? What do you bring to this table that you're complaining about what's not on this table? You saying there's not enough food on this table, baby. What did you bring to it? Oh, I said it. I understand that, but what did you bring to it? Oh, I cooked it. I understand that, but what did you bring to it? That's what I brought. Or what are you doing to ensure that I can bring more in? You ask a lot of women what they bring to the table. What up, Premier Boxing? And they start to stutter. You ask? <laughs> Rios, that's wild. You ask a woman what she brings to the table, and a lot of times they'll start to stutter. They'll get offended. They'll get masculine. They'll get immediately defensive. If they do that, that means they know that they don't bring shit to the table. Something done fail. Oh my goddamn blue lights. And so, at some point in time, we got to be real with ourselves and say, hey, is she good for me? And men, we will stay in it. We will stay in it. We will stay working. We will stay. Like I said, 80% of divorces are filed by women. We are not leaving our women. Because you got to understand, ladies, when a man gets to the point of asking you for his hand in marriage, he is willing to die for you. He is willing to risk his life for you. He is willing to give it all for you. Because men love unconditionally. There's not a lot of times that a woman is going to change a man's financial status just by getting with her. A woman's not going to change a man's life just because she's there. Not day one. But your life can change day one that you get with that man. Now his network is your network. His friends are your friends. His value is your value. His knowledge is your knowledge. His lifestyle, your lifestyle. You were living in apartments. He lives in a big-ass house. Now your kids live in a big-ass house. Day one. So if you want to be 
if you want to have access to all that this man has taken decades to build, then you better have a good synopsis of what the hell you bring to the goddamn table. Shouts out my brother G in, his in the building. All right, we got another soundtrack for tonight. It comes from J.S. Best. The name of this song is called Gold Rings. Now, I want y'all to rate it. Now, we, we already had Highway Classics in here. Had a dope-ass record. I would have rated that record a 9.2, 9.3. All right, J.S., Gold Rings. Let's rate this record 1 to 10. Let's check this out, and we'll talk some more game right after this. Hold on, y'all. I done did. I done did something wrong. Let's do it. Hey, I like the beat on that thing. China, what's up?
Yeah. Uh, I like the production. I appreciated the beat on that joint. I appreciated the production. I like the word flow. Um, I think the, I think I think parts of it were a slightly dated. Parts of it were slightly dated. It doesn't sound like twenty twenty four. It sounds like another year, but I liked it as a dated person myself. Uh, I would just like for maybe some of the uh, cadences to be a little more updated. Here or there, not a bad record. I would probably give this an 8.5. Lyrics, I'd give it an A. Beat, I'd give it an A. Mix, I'd give it a C. Originality, I'd give it a C+. Plus. About an 8.5. Strong record. Not saying there's nothing wrong with it. But it just, it sounds like 20, those flows, it's like uh, Trinidad James, don't believe me, just what nigga, nigga, it sounds like that era, you feel what I'm saying? Uh, I would just try to update the flow, look at certain things. I mean, you got a guy named, who's this guy, Boss Man D-Lo? These, <laughs> these guys is coming out the woodworks, like with just different flows and cadences, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you know, it, it just sounds like something familiar to me. But here nor there, not a bad record, 8.5. Uh, Enormous says, put the, put the money song in <laughs> Put the song in the chat. They like it. They say in the slide, Memphis type shit. Kind of reminds them of T.I. I definitely think it was hard. It just reminds me of something from somewhere. It's definitely hard, though. 8.5. Salute to you. J.S. Best. I'm not even sure if this is out yet. J.S., is this out? You guys, J.S. The Best. Gold Rings. Produced by Richie Gone Crazy. Let me, let me, let me. Unreleased. It's unreleased. It's unreleased. But I'll give y'all his uh, Instagram so y'all can follow him. J.S. The Best. That's what it's about, man. We just giving, we just giving, we just giving dope artists and dope people a platform. Whether, it's, whether, whether we spitting some game, whether we talking about some records, whether we talking about women, you know what I'm saying? This is a safe place for real niggas to congregate and do real nigga things. You feel me? But I liked it all in all. 8.5. Strong score. Strong score. Strong score. JS the best one. JS the best one on Instagram. So what we were talking about? We were talking about... Ooh, Young Gutter says, they don't understand the power of telling your man you got this, keep your head up. Now, that's one thing about it, man. Women, women have no idea just how powerful they are. If women understood their superpower and how to use them, they would literally be unstoppable. Well, for some reason, they like to go and use and try to use men's superpower. Women, do y'all understand that y'all suck at being masculine? Like y'all are the worst. Y'all are the weakest, most emotional men ever made. So stop trying to be manly. You suck at it. You feel what I'm saying? You literally suck at being a man. So why would you try to be manly? You suck at it. You can't 
help us put, put the goddamn couch up the stairs, right? You don't want to take out the trash. So why that every time things get unfavorable for you, that you turn and resort to trying to be a man, which is a weaker form of yourself. You are your strongest when you're in your soft girl energy. You are your strongest when you are being feminine. Ladies, outside of protecting yourself physically from an attacker, can you ever name a time? Hold on. Let, let, let me use my let me use my, my, my ladies. Outside of protecting yourself from a hacker or attacker, can you ever name a time where being masculine worked favorable for you over being feminine? I'll wait. It can't. Because it never works out that way. It's always, it always gets worse when women are being masculine. It never works in their favor. So I do not understand why they was because resort to it. Do you understand when you're masculine? You you totally X yourself out from the damsel in distress for a man coming to help you and save you. So how can if I'm a man and you're a single female and you're displaying masculine energy, how am I gonna come in and wanna save the day and change your life when you are giving off masculine energy like you don't need no help? You, you you giving off competition, you giving off competing. You're not. You're giving off fight. You're not giving off help, love, provide, protect. You're not giving that to us. You're giving competition. You're giving fight. You're giving. You're giving that type shit. You giving op. You acting like an op. But you expect a man to come through and say, oh, baby, it's going to be okay. I got it. But you're not giving that energy off. Hello. Hello. <laughs> they don't like it when I talk their real shit. And so if it's a situation where you have the option to choose between being masculine and being feminine, and so often not, Y'all choose being masculine like it's going to do better for you. I don't understand it. I don't. Quite frankly, it makes no sense. It's never did well for you. They're turned off by a feminine weak man. But don't understand that's how we feel about a masculine woman. JD, exactly. They say they get turned off by feminine and weak men, but them being masculine, that's exactly what they're going to attract because masculine men are, are we're repulsed by masculine women. That's why you keep attracting the weak niggas because they like that shit. They want a bitch to lead them. They want a goddamn sugar mama. They want you, they want you to put, you, put them on their nipple and treat them like a baby. Masculine men would never... You are attracting exactly the counterpart of what you want. A plug goes in a socket. 
if men are plugs and women are sockets, that's how it goes. Now, when a woman decides that she wants to act like a plug, how can a plug come around? Nothing's going to get cut on. So you get a man with a socket. <laughs> Ladies, if you want masculine men, be feminine. Women, if you want feminine men, then keep being masculine. If you want weak men, keep being masculine. A woman is at her... A woman... A woman's femininity, her soft girl energy is a superpower. Do you understand, ladies, that you can get just about anything you want from a man that likes and cares about you when you're feminine? He will work his... He will work his ass off effortlessly, tirelessly to give you the world if you are feminine. Do y'all understand that women have caused wars between countries because of the fact that she knew how to be feminine? Helen of Troy was a war fought because a man wanted to defend a woman that he loved. Bitch, I won't go to the store and get you a blunt, let alone fight a war for your ass. <laughs> so you keep on going through these situations where you keep on going through, oh, I don't like, I keep finding these weak men and all these men, I just like us. That's because you're displaying masculine energy. Because as soon as your times got tough, you decided that you was going to be act like a man. Let's go to some of these comments. J3, what's up? They think they deserve a gold medal for doing what every other adult does on this earth. And that's pay bills and take care of the responsibilities. Facts. <laughs> Nora Vincent's book, Self-Made Man. I like that. You know, I'm, I'm going to go check that out my damn self. She passed as a man for a year and a half. Wow. A book about how bad she felt realizing how hard men have it and a tragically committed suicide afterwards because she experienced, made, the, the experience made her crazy. Wow. She committed suicide. Yeah. Well, welcome to manhood. Nobody cares. When men have mental problems, by the way. Female logic. If, a, if, if I'm masculine, then I can say I deserve a man two times as masculine or else he ain't mad enough. <laughs> that, 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 that embodies it, gutter. That embodies it, gutter. That embodies it. Women, if, you, if, you, if you've ever... Because I understand a lot of women have no, have never had a real man in their lives. I mean, they might have had a you know a a, a a situation with their father that wasn't favorable, or they might have had a situation with you know their uncles. And they, a lot of women have never had a chance and opportunity to be around real men, right? Real masculinity. If you ever are in doubt of understanding how to treat your man, your masculine man, 
Think about the last time that you had a job and who was your boss, right? Think about the last time you had a job that you cared about. I ain't talking about when you worked at McDonald's for a week. Think about the last time that you had a job, that that job paid your bills and fed your kids or whatever, and think about your boss. How'd you speak to him? Did you call him out of his name? When he said things that you liked, didn't like, or didn't that you didn't exactly want to hear, did you cuss him out? Did you yell at him? Did you throw things at him? Did you hit him in the head with a pot? Did you call your boss bitch-ass nigga whenever he put you on a shift you didn't like? I guarantee you did not. So if you ever are wondering how, if you, if you need a, a guide to how to treat your masculine man, look at the last boss that you had in a job that you cared about and how you treated him. Now, this boss is giving you a job working 40 hours a week and you're going to work 40 years to retire, possibly retire broke. Now, why does that boss that has you in that hamster wheel of a job get more respect, more femininity, more submission than the man that is willing to die for you? Than the man that is willing to put his life on the line for you? Than the man that will work 16 hours a day just so he can get you that trip or that wedding or that car that you so dearly want? Why does he get better treatment than your man at home? Ask yourself that question, ladies. It's about the respect. Men need respect. You cannot love me if you don't respect me. That's how it registers to us. So if you are talking to me disrespectfully, if you're talking to me condescending, if you are raising your voice in a masculine term, if you are not being cooperative, you don't respect me. Therefore, in my mind and in my heart, you don't love me. And if I don't, if you don't love me, then why should I love you? Why would I protect you? Why would I provide for you if you don't respect me? I cannot protect you if you don't listen to me. Y'all call men controlling. But at the same, in the same sentence, say that we should protect y'all. How the fuck I'm going to protect you if your ass don't listen? If I tell you, hey, don't go to Candler Road at 3 o'clock in the morning in a red miniskirt. And your ass go anyway. There's nothing I can do to protect you. You call me controlling. I call me reasonable. Hey, don't go to the bluff. At 2 o'clock in the morning, with that little shit on. You call me controlling. I call myself reasonable. We cannot protect what we have no jurisdiction over. Hello. Hello.
But the next time you call your man controlling, because he wants you, he don't want you to put that on. Or the next time you, you call your man insecure, because he wants you to come in the house, think to yourself, is he saying this because he's insecure, for real? Or is he saying this to keep your ass from getting locked up, from getting assaulted, and trying to keep you protected? Hello. I'm cooking with some grease tonight. We cannot. We can't. Charles Holmes, we can't. How can we... Think about it, bro. We, we, it's our job to protect our kids, right? Our kids are obedient to us. Why? So we can protect them. When we're crossing the street, hey, stay right there. Don't move. You're telling your kid that. Why? So they don't run out in the street and get hit by a car. And kids listen. If they weren't to listen and they ran out in the street and they got hit by a car, guess whose fault it is? Yours. So it's very important that kids listen. The same situation goes for your woman. Hey, baby. You don't need to go to Kiki's. Uh, you don't need to go to Kiki's. Uh, uh, don't go to Kiki's house party. Don't stay over there past 12 o'clock. Kiki sell pussy. Kiki sell pussy. I know that's your friend, but she sell pussy. Don't go over there. You can go on your little birthday out. You know, y'all can go out to the birthday dinner. After that, bring your ass home. Oh, we was gonna have a drink at Kiki House. No, you're not. I'm not insecure, baby. I know my woman don't sell pussy. But I know the fact that Kiki sell pussy, and that's what them folk gonna be on. And if you with Kiki, they're gonna think that you own it. And then it's gonna be a situation where something could break out. And I am gonna be required. Hold on. As a man. To come to the aid of you. I'm going to be required as a man. To possibly come over that bitch and crash out. Because this man done put his hands on you. Done touched you in an unfavorable manner. When I just told you. That your friend Kiki sell pussy. And you going to her little house party afterwards. Baby that's an orgy. And if you ain't orgy. And you ain't got no reason to be over there. But you'll say I'm insecure. No, bitch, I'm trying to protect your ass. Hey, man, I, I appreciate the hell out of y'all for, for listening to me tonight. Um, I'm going to continue to work on this streaming room. By tomorrow, I will have the... I will have this to 1080 HD on my resolution. Please subscribe to the channel. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to work on my lighting to get it all the way there. I'm still working out the kinks. I appreciate the hell out of y'all. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Remember, Augusta, Georgia will be live at Oak Restaurant and Lounge next Thursday, February 15th for the Trigger Alert Tour. I got 10 women from Augusta that will be on the show, and I'm going to push the button on every last one of them. Go to UglyMoneyTour.com to get your tickets. We are accepting dates for the tour for other cities. If you want us, if you want me to come to your city, by all means, hit me with a venue. If you, you know somebody with a club or event hall or something like that, and we can come bring the show, I'll bring the show. We just need a place to do it at. Just hit me on Instagram, Ugly Money Nietzsche in my DM. I appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all for all the super chats. 
Thank y'all for all the cash apps. Thank y'all for all the for the for the words of encouragement, for all the comments, for the great conversation, my brothers. We're gonna keep this every day. I'm coming at y'all. Academic stream every day. I gotta go every day. I gotta go twice a day. I'm gonna be here in the morning. Academic stream every day. I gotta do two a day. That's just only right. <laughs> I appreciate that. Please, yeah, please, by all means, subscribe and hit the bell. Appreciate y'all. I'm going to see y'all in the morning if y'all up. If not, I'll see y'all next time. Remember, the bigger the dream, the bigger the risk, the bigger the payoff. This has been the Ugly Money Podcast. Y'all be safe and y'all be